Oh, what a weekend it was, Nader and Jay. What a weekend it was. We came into last weekend with wild card fever. And I don't think we potted after we clinched the playoff. No, we haven't potted in some time. Well, we potted right. Me, Jay, and Donovan potted right before the game against Washington. The second game, obviously. And we had some big fever going to that game. We were in the ICU. Wild card fever. But we have playoff fever right now as we are locked into a playoff spot. Next weekend, the Eagles will be traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers and Tom Tampa Brady. Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's what we want to call him, Tampa Bay. But he's about to get humbled again, Nader. We're going to go in there. And, I mean, honestly, I don't expect us to win. But just making the playoffs is good enough for me after what was expected of us this season. I know Jay expected, like, what, four wins, Jay? Is that what we went with? No, I, went I, feel, with? Like I, I feel like I projected the most wins out of us. I had 10. Boys, I, I, I had us at nine and eight for what it's worth. I was right. That's oh, just I had us at nine and eight. I think I had us at either eight and nine or nine and eight, but I had us. Oh, yes, Donnie boy joining, dude. Don't you have COVID? Get out of here. Surprise entrance from Donnie boy. I thought we, I think I had us sweeping the Giants, but whatever. I had a few different ones, but not the point. Eagles playoffs. If I may, before we get into wildcard fever, a uh, list of losers to to uh, of week 18, big losers. Number Can one, we, number one, Carson Wentz. Carson there Wentz. it is. Big loser, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Thank you for the pick, Chris Ballard. Thank you very much. Maybe and the worst as, day. As we you know, know, right now, maybe the, the worst day of Chris Ballard's life. They, they, they missed the playoffs. They lose to Jacksonville. Did you see his video on Twitter after? Our pick is ours. Who's Who? video? Jim Mercedes. No, I what didn't. What do you put? Oh, do you do? God. After the pod, or mute yourself and watch it. It's like a 46-second video of Jim Ursay getting on the bus after the game. And it's just like the Colts fans then hit. Oh, my God. I was laughing. So He's like, we need, we're hoping loser for a number miracle. One, loser number the one game. is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Loser Carson number Wentz. two, Sean McVay and Matt Stafford. <laughs> Absolute pumpkins. <laughs> And loser number three, Sean Payton, who missed the playoffs yet again. So I think it's a great, it's been a great weekend of football. We might have a tie off on Sunday night. We get Tampa Bay with no receivers. I don't no think receivers. they're going to do a tie off, but yeah. We're, we're, we're going to beat Tom for the second time in like five no. years. This is incredible. Don't, don't, don't talk know, too soon. Don't jinx us. Did you us. know that Indy had a 98% oh. chance of making the playoffs two weeks ago after they yeah, beat Arizona? Yeah, then they choked it to the Raiders. They, they, lost, to two, they lost to They have nobody head, to blame but themselves. All they can do is the Raiders. Head coaches, two they lost head to coaches. Jacksonville Jaguars. And then the Jaguars. And he looked awful today. This he is like yeah no Trevor Lawrence was great though. Boys, to be fair, yeah, look who's Doug on Peterson's our, gonna love him next year. Look who's on our screen doing a little flap. I don't want to even look at him. He is he's, right he's out here BSing, saying he has COVID. Get out of here, Donovan. Donnie, what, what's what's going on? <laughs> I didn't say I had COVID. I just, you same thing. It's all. COVID. I'm a little under. The, I was just a little under the weather, and I started to feel better. And I just you know what I needed to make me feel better is to see my my best friends, my three best friends. Oh yeah, especially look, especially, boys. Especially Jay. Wild card fever. We're all feeling good. We're all happy. We're all in, in a great mood. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, this you can't is be down. This time next week is a very different story, depending on when the game is. But right now, be mad if, if you're lose. an Eagles fan, how could you be mad? You're, no, right now, you're you, sitting with you picks can't be 15, mad 16, and 19. I don't, right. You're going into the playoffs with a first-year head coach and practically a first-year starting quarterback who's shown you a lot of promise this year obviously not enough to label him franchise quarterback yet but enough to label him the starter in 2022 am i wrong anyone disagree with that no you're right 
This Jay, is incredible. You're the one who's always bashes Jalen Hurts. Am I, I wrong? I, I, look, I, I don't. Elite, I'll I find a way. We, we could do the Jalen Hurts discussion. <laughs> I'm, I just want a yes or no answer. Don't give me any topics. He has done enough question. to prove himself for 2022. Not franchise. Yeah, I told you that. I said that. Okay. Make yeah. sure you agree with that. So listen, I mean, look, at the end of the day, like the Hurts conversation, I think it's pretty straightforward. The Eagles will look for a top tier quarterback. If Russell Wilson is at a good price. Uh, apparently that he's not getting traded though. Right? That's what they say. I mean, if not, they're going to ride with Hurts again, Wentz as they should. Traded. And by the way, the, no, the Carson best... was always getting traded. It was just Andrew Brandt saying that we could do, couldn't deal with the dead guy. I remember, oh I remember, I remember when we dunked on Andrew Brandt. Yo, the the best news about all this is that if the Eagles do pick back to back, that's a huge sign to me that I think they're going to trade one of those yeah, picks. I, was, I don't remember I the last bring... time I saw a team pick back. But wait, what's what's, what's the terms? I was going to bring that point up. So. so why? Yeah, but so if you ask to lose, the, um, what do you mean? Because they can, the sixteen, the Colts pick can turn into seventeen based on tonight's game. I don't think it can, but it's like I think that's that's a. So the only teams, so it would be New they Orleans can, and they Pittsburgh can't because the Raiders. Oh, I think if the Raiders lose, then the then that pick because the rate. It, no, it, no, okay, listen, listen, listen. How, either how could that happen? If if look if the Raider either if so, either the Raiders or Chargers lose, they go to nine and eight. Pittsburgh makes the playoffs. New Orleans has has the easiest strength of schedule out of the three out of New Orleans, Pittsburgh, and no, Vegas. Indy does. Indy does. No, I'm saying I'm saying to go ahead of Indy. I'm saying the, the oh, three teams oh, oh, that, to oh, go ahead I, of. Yo, Indy. it's because Indy. It's because Indy played Vegas. That's why it's hard mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, uh, that's why it's impossible to know. So if Vegas. If Vegas loses, I think Indy probably stays at 16. That's my bet. I don't know. We'll see afterwards. Either way, they're going to be 16 or 17. That's, so, that's so you say, oh, oh, they trade back. Would you do? Would you say like the double trade back, where you trade 16, you move down to like whatever 20, and then you know uh-huh. you you go from 25. That's you know or what? I don't yes, know. Yes, I, I I would trade. I would trade. I would. Tr- I mean, this is way too probably way too premature to be doing this. But like, we're not, let's do, say we're not pick- doing mock drafts. Once the Eagles yeah. lose in the playoffs, well, let's or say the hypothetically, Super Bowl. hypothetically, they, once they, the Eagles lose in the playoffs, before they, they go to Super Bowl, come on. Let's let's say hypothetically they pick 15, 17, 19. I think one of those picks definitely you trade out of the first round with. I, mean, I agree with that, but I, I feel like we should do this on a different pot. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right. So you want? You, shall we just j- jump right into the Bucks? Yes. I mean, might as well. Like. The Eagles obviously played to... no starters oh, against Dallas, so yeah, that game was so meaningless. Gardner Minch looked terrible, and I get it was with the backups, but there should be no Mike reason McCarthy... for calling for his head. Mike McCarthy is a loser. I, Mike I think, McCarthy's uh, been a loser every year. On Minshew, I think I think he's still competent as a backup. Good like, backup looked, quarterback. I'm yeah, not debating like, that. Like, let's say, you know, God forbid something bad happens in the game. Hurts has an ankle problem, whatever, and you need two quarters out of Minshew, and it's a tie game. Like, I don't think the Eagles well, are totally... Actually get, nobody was getting really open. Like, I mean, he was banking on... I mean, yeah, like, that game did not really matter. Like, like I, you know, he I didn't... He tore the That was Jets. the first time this year where I watched an Eagles game and did not yell at my TV because I did not care if they were. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter. Like, like, I didn't care no. about CeeDee Lamb beating Kerry Vincent Jr. Right. Yeah. Or Cedric Boston, Wilson. Or and Cedric like, Wilson beating like, Boston, uh, Josiah Scott. Who cares? And, like, at the same time, like, he did torch the Jets in his only in his only start. So, like, that we can't take much from that. But I think if you need Minshew, he has the ability to give you something as long as you know you're targeting like Goddard and Devontae in a clean pocket. Like he can make those throws, but you know, yeah, and he wasn't in a clean pocket like most parts. No back, he's like play. a top five backup quarterback. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's quarter. They're like you got like anybody. You, this is a random conversation, but like Mike Glennon and <laughs> Jake Fromm and Jake Fromm and uh, who else? 
Chase Daniel, Sean Mannion, and Chase Daniels in LA. Philippe, Trevor, uh, Trevor Josh Sim- Rosen, Trevor is a backup quarterback. Brett Wright. Hey, Trevor pretty good today. Jordan Love. Yeah, there's, a, there's a bunch of bad, bad quarterbacks. No, we can do like, doing it much worse when we traded uh, a freaking seventh round pick for him. I don't want to hear Jordan Love because Jay because Jay one time brought it up on the pod. I said Josh potential. Rosen. No, I'm saying Jay. Well, Jay that, like, literally, you, that's, you one time said that the Eagles could because trade. that literally could make sense because there's like information that we once had that could lead to that. That's like not like a, a take just grabbing things out of the sky. Like they literally talked to this kid three times at the senior bowl and it was confirmed they had interest in him, Donovan. So I'm just going to say that that was a hot take. Nader also agreed with me and my Zach Wilson take was fire. Uh, yeah. Nader approved takes. That's fair. Me and Jay are on, I've been on the same wavelength for the last few weeks. All right. Here's um, just Years. quickly, real quick update Years. here. Jay Glazer just said that earlier today, the Giants were 50% certain on Joe Judge returning. And after the game, it's now down to 25% certain. Oh, no. Giants, Giants, guys. Keep I mean, Mr. he very Mr. well Mr. could Mara. still come back. But... Mr. John Mara, Mr. John Mara. Can Let I just plead. say, as a lifelong Giants fan, <laughs> we need we need Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman leading this franchise. It's, Nobody it's actually, else is capable. It's actually funny because I've seen Nader do this on Twitter with the Sixers <laughs> when he's talking about Ben Simmons yeah. and the Celtics. Like, he yeah, just yeah. pretends he's a lifelong he's a Celtics. Celtics fan. As a lifelong as Celtics, a lifelong fan, Celtics fan, Jalen Brown needs, needs to go. To go. Yeah, I don't even trust the Giants to hire anybody. Like, think about how, how oh. terrible the situation is. They couldn't afford They couldn't afford a 53-man roster today, people. Yeah. That's, that's how that's brutal. I, and you I, know I, what? I, the dude in charge of that cast base is the leading candidate to be the GM next year, Kevin Abrams. Yeah, I, so who I are think. Gonna hire? By the way, who are they going to be head coach? I, I think. I think as bad as Joe Judge is, Gettleman it, it is somehow worse. I mean, he's, I don't know how Gettleman. The, the only thing, the only <laughs> thing that he did right in in the four or five years he was there was a trade back with the Bears that the fans and media like actually no joke bullied him into doing. Because yeah. all you saw for the last like he was three, three months, never trade back. Three months before the draft, all you saw was like an article every day saying how stupid it was that Gettleman refused to trade back. He and got they a good year him. out of they got bullied him into of, trading back. He got a good year out of James Bradbury free agency though. Yeah, and, uh, what, yeah, what about it. what about Golden Tate and uh, and yeah. Kenny Galladay and all the rest of the bums? You see that Kenny Galladay <laughs> missed the touchdown and then he got benched. Today's been a great day. That's all I have to say. All right, let's let's jump let's jump into the Bucks. I mean, like where where to start, right? Like so, this is like, probably I mean, the you best. Start, uh, you start defensive you start line. With... No, no. You start. You want to hear how you start? You win the game by running the freaking football. Well, yeah, I don't even think that. It's really not gonna be easy with you the can. with their I really line that they have. No, I, they, they did. Playing, when you played them last time, you didn't run the football. This before the Eagles became look, a good the, running yeah, football the team. The plan, though, is run the football, win versus a team that like dominates the run. I feel like it's not like a perfect plan. It's not a perfect plan, but I you have to involve more. I say you attack a secondary that literally they, has Jalen Hurts. Had, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say Jalen Hurts. Besides the first Giants game, Jalen Hurts probably had one of his worst games against the Buccaneers. It was I bad. That was the worst. And they still lost by six. Let me, let me pull up. I mean, I, I, that I was, honestly, that, the, the Bucks game was rock bottom before we had Vegas rock game. bottom in Vegas. Game, but you hear so Jalen Hurts is a different breed, though, when it comes to playoff games. I'm just saying. We haven't seen that. that. Yeah, oh, I mean, here's what I'll say. I mean, by the way, college. I've never seen Jay, yeah, but like, there's like the I would, Oklahoma game. And I would. And Devontae <laughs> Smith putting up 200 yards in the national I, championship. I would sort of, I would sort of throw away that first Bucks game, obviously because it was early in the season. But it was yeah, also, no, I'm not saying that. It right, was I'm also, saying, it was also yeah. a super short week, and because it, it, it was the Thursday night game, 
And they actually like they were they they got blown out, but the score looks the score looks much closer than it was. But like I'm pulling it up right now. I wouldn't even they say had, they got blown out. No, they were getting they were down two scores with like they like had five minutes the only left. reason like the, the Eagles didn't get a shot to answer though was because Tom Brady hit a made a freaking dot of a pass to Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio but they Brown, never. I mean, they never should have had a shot. No, they shouldn't have. I agree. They were never really in the game. I agree with that statement, but I wouldn't say they got blown out. All right, fair enough. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a total blowout. But but, but, but yeah, no, I, I would I wouldn't say they were ever in the game. The, the Eagles in that game, nineteen rushes for a hundred yards, five point three yards per attempt. Yeah. So I mean, not exactly the dominance we've been seeing the last couple of weeks, but it's not like they, like they had a lot of hurt. Ball. I feel like they had a lot of hurts yards, and right. I feel like they got so, a lot of. I feel like it was a hurts big had two hundred nineteen passing yards. I know that. So I'm, I have it up right now. Right? From they, Sanders, I think they had they had they, they gave Miles nine carries in the game, and Hurts had ten. And the two of them, neither of them were like super efficient. Like Miles, <laughs> Miles averaged six point two yards a carry, which is outrageous. But like he wasn't that good watching the game. It's also your leading receiver is also Quez Watkins. Right, that's the other thing. Like, they, and they it's did not like an awful well thing, but when he only has four yards, yards, came off a yeah. really freaky pass where the ball was tipped in the air and he just plucked it from the sky. <laughs> I mean, like it's also it's it's you know it's a weird game when Alex Singleton has fifteen tackles. Like like something's going on. Was Eric, when, I think did, Eric Wilson was still playing? Like, did Goddard play in this game or no? Uh, no, like this was like this was the no. Earth. This was the final Earths game. Oh yeah, yeah this was out with COVID. He, he was out with COVID. Yeah, no, yeah. not with COVID. I think he was just injured. Post COVID, um, maybe he had COVID. He did. No, I, whatever. He didn't play. That was the first. That was the first COVID for Goddard. Yeah. So I mean, look, when you're talking about the Bucks, there's like, there's obviously like three things you talk about. One is obviously Tom. Two is the defensive line. And like, if, if you really want to, if you really want to, if you really want to really talk about it, it's defensive line. And like, you can even zoom out and say the whole defense, but like, I would focus on the defensive line. I wouldn't say the secondary line back. Front seven, line back. Right? Your like linebackers seven. are banged up too. Like, yeah, but yeah. David might play. I don't know if, you know, but uh, he's on IR still. Yeah, I know, but they're saying he could come back. Same thing with Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's on IR. Right, like, right, like, but like, look, like Devin White, like that's that's a baller. Like the front yeah. four is the front four is elite. Like that's that's a good. Obviously, that's a good front set. Good right? defensive line. I agree. With then that. on the other side, I would say I'm not too scared of their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Donovan Smith, Ali Marpet, like it's Tristan Works is good, but like and and so is Donovan Smith. Like, it's fine, but like if you're like, not getting, if you can't get pressure against them, you're not, you're gonna lose anyway. Well, the so. the guy you the guy you want, like I guess like the weak link is Alex Kappa at guard. Right guard. I mean, yeah. like Ali Marpet's good. Ryan, Ryan Jensen, he's fine. He's good. Donovan, he's fine. I feel like Ma- Marpet, of, Marpet, Donovan yeah. Smith, and Worfs are are pretty solid. I I would say. I would say it's a good line. It's a good line. Oh, for line. sure. For Especially sure. On the outside. Like Donovan Smith is okay. And, you know, Jensen's okay. Marpets, I would say, is really good. And Worfs is like the second best right tackle in the world. No, Worfs is really good. Worfs is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I was going to say the third thing that you got to focus on is the receivers, but they're missing Chris Godwin and they're missing Antonio Brown. Mike Evans is banged up. Creel Grayson, who I've never heard of, is injured. Yeah. The they've game got nobody against the Jets last week. They've got Scotty Miller. They've got, got nobody, nobody besides Mike Evans and Gronkowski. I mean, yes, you can include Perryman in that. But like me and Max were texting about this earlier. But I think the best place to start for the Eagles, like obviously you have to be able to run the ball. Obviously, you got to be able to target the corners. Like these are two and, and, and get pressure on Tom. But to me, the question is, how do you deal with their pass catchers? And, and me and Max were going back and forth. I, I wonder what you guys think. But like we came down on, I think you put Slay on Mike Evans to start. And then you go from there. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. I might like you said. I didn't. I wasn't in the conversation, but uh, you mentioned Gronk. 
this is like the one game where I'm like, damn, I actually really wanted Davion Taylor because like he is kind of a goose without a head. Not even a chicken, a goose. Doesn't even know what animal he is. Super athletic too, by the way. Super athletic. You put him in man coverage and you say, just run it with that guy. Just run with him and that's it. That's what it was like. Because I don't think McLeod can cover him one-on-one. I don't think Anthony Harris can do it. Like if Kayvon Wallace was a better player, maybe like he's the guy who just say, hey, go do that. I think you're looking at like with Gronk, like, you're just kind of hoping you're hoping for the best. <laughs> you got to play think, zone, right? You got to play yeah, zone. You're playing uh, zone yeah, with I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be passed in the middle of the field. You just can't get killed the over the middle again. You can't let Tom throw freaking 40 yard passes with five yards of pop. And you're, you know, yeah. he's at 90% completion. Like they have to extend pressure. So yeah. And, yeah. That, I think that's, I think that's the right point. I mean, like Gannon's defense all year has been, been predicated on soft zone. We're going to, we're going to let you march the field on us with short, easy completions and hope at some point you make a mistake or we'll keep you out of the end zone. And and that's just not feasible against Tom, which I think like Gannon is, he's not a moron. Like this guy was pretty highly regarded as a defensive coordinator candidate. Like he he's going to go back good defensive coaches. He's worked with like, you know, like, Eddie Refluis and Mike Zimmer. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll go back and watch the film of week, week six. And he'll say, all right, like this plan that we had definitely did not work. I mean, he might look, he might look back and say, we kept them to 28 points. Like that's good enough for me. He'd be wrong. But I think for most part, he's going to go back and say like, this didn't work. Tom threw for like 85% completion on us and like was just easily marching the ball down the field. Like we have to try something new. And if you try, you got to try something new with these guys. And I I think Jay's right. You bring pressure. You, you have to have Fletcher uh, scheme up some things to get Fletcher Cox one-on-ones, Javon Hargraves one-on-ones, just like something where you can take advantage in a way that you haven't previously because soft zone and like It'll light work. pressure is ne- it's not going to work. Like Tom's he's going to throw for 450 yards on like a hundred percent completion and you're going to lose. And the one thing I remember John Clark mentioned it too, so I can't take full credit for it. But remember after the Bucks game, when Sirianni and company were like, yeah, we came away from this. Like we did some soul searching on this long, like this longer break because they yeah. played on Thursday and then played on Sunday. And like, then they sucked first the Raiders. And I think miles getting hurt probably, you know, messed that up. And that was just, Terrible game, whatever. But I think, yeah, like you said before, I think this game is so much different than that than that first one because, like, they're like they're not the same team. They're literally a completely different organism than they were, whatever week six or week whatever they played. And then the Bucks, they're a completely different team because they don't have Godwin, they don't have Brown, they don't have Fournette, even though he'll probably be back. They don't have Bernard, and on defense. I mean, they're even they're they're consistently banged up at corner right now. Like a lot of their like Jamal Dean just went out again. Um, Murphy like Bumling's been like in and out of the lineup. They, yeah, Mur- Sean Murphy Buffing's been Sean Mur- Murphy Bunting's been in and out of the lineup. Carlton Davis has been in and out of the lineup. I don't think Levante David's gonna play. Devin White hasn't. Yeah, been him, him and Fournette are gonna be if they're gonna be up in the air. White hasn't and we been. Game time decisions most likely. This is definitely not what, what I think that what you're getting at is that this is not the Bucks team that won the Super Bowl. I right? also no. feel like this team is a surprisingly. This is even the Bucks the team that we played eight weeks ago, right? No, no, none of these teams. Are, like the Eagles are like I said, not even close to the same team. I feel like that that game Jalen Hurts looked terrible. Like that was probably one of his like they were lost. Moments. I mean, like, that was the, the second that, worst they, game tonight. This year, I, that was one of those times. games where you saw guys, you saw two guys running in the exact same part of the field, like on top of each other, and you were like, "What is this play design? This is awful. This is this. We are inept." And then you know everything just changed like in a two week span. So like it's hard to be confident because you're playing Tom Brady in the playoffs, but like the Bucks, I would say the Bucks have looked pretty pedestrian as of late. If you know. Oh. 
Yeah, I was about to say, Jay, if we run through the schedule that they've had, they blew out the Panthers. They barely beat the Jets. They blew out the Panthers. They got shut up by the Saints, barely beat the Bills, barely beat the Falcons, barely beat the Colts, killed the Giants. And then they lost to Washington and Saints. And that's what they've done pretty much since they beat the Eagles. I'm like, that is not, you know, beginning of the year. Right. Beginning of the year, you know, beating the Cowboys, blowing out the Falcons, beating the Pats, killing the Dolphins, beating the like, that's a good start to the season. After that, getting swept by the Saints, including a shutout, losing to Washington is bad. And and they're scraping by the Jets two weeks ago. I, mean, like, I feel like there's a lot. Of, I feel like it's not even just what's on the field. I feel like there's a lot of like ugly stuff happening in Tampa Bay. Like the Antonio Brown situation is just still looming on them. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's not on the team, but it's like. They just seem to have so much going around them right now, like drama-wise. Right. And like now Bruce Arians is under fire for being a liar. Like he <laughs> might have yeah. just lied to the whole world about what happened because he changed right. his story 24 right. hours later. Right. So right. it's like, okay, what's happening? And then like they have so many injuries, that so many things have happening. It's it seems like they're only winning because of Tom Brady. Like yeah. it seems like he is willing them to wins because he's like the of like the GOAT. Yeah. But it does I not think, feel like Tampa Bay is just an amazing team on their own. No, yeah, 100%. I think I think that's the problem, though, is that we we say all this, but they do have Tom Brady. So it's like he's Obviously. the one he's the one quarterback that makes up for that. Maybe sure. other than Aaron. Other than sure, Aaron, no, without a doubt. Without a doubt. So it's like, yeah, it kind of it kind of evens out in a way because Tom Brady could do so much with less, so so little. You know, he's done, he did it for years in New England. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know the Bucks are giving up the most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. I saw Is that. True? that. Yeah, I see that. That's yeah. big. I saw it on Twitter. Yo, so I know let me run as much, but like, let me let me throw you let me throw you some team stats right now. The Bucks number two in total DVOA, number one in offensive DVOA, eleventh in defensive DVOA. They're number three in rushing defense, middle of the pack in middle of the pack towards like like bottom of the league in passing defense. On the offensive side, they're the best passing offense in the league, and like a mediocre run defense, a uh, run run offense. Mediocre, right. actually, they're bad. They're straight up bad run offense. They're just so banged up. I feel like it's just hard to like have them as a heavy favorite. They're going to be favored going to the game. What do you obviously. think the line will be if we can make predictions? Minus four and a half. Only four and a half. Minus- they were they were seven think- point favorites in Philly in week. Six. I just but think it's different. It's, you're looking it's at two different teams. It's so different. Is okay. One more thing, because I don't think we didn't talk about like the Dallas game at all. Isn't it funny that they just had a franchise record for rushing in a year where they have games with less than 15 carries? I feel like that's just a, yeah. a comical thing of this season. Right. I just wanted to point that out. But think about, but like, I, for what I it's worth, I think game, this. I think this line I, will be closer to seven. I, I, I think, think it's this gonna game. Be seven. I think this game comes down to. Obviously, so there's so many factors, but the key factor is it's Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts. And right. you know. I don't think I don't think the I don't think Tampa's run defense is going to be an issue because the Eagles ran it down New Orleans' throat. New Orleans had the best run defense in the league at the, the time. Eagles always they, ran it down New Orleans' throat. They ran it down their throat last year too. I, but, they, yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, I'm not worried. It's hard I'm not to say about... you can run against a team like yeah, they're banged up, but like they have like probably like the best run defender in the world. On Vitavea. that sideline, like you, like just saying, run at Vitavea and like Kelsey and Dickerson are great, but I Kelsey has always struggled with those big nose tackles, and Vitavea is literally a big athletic nose tackle. I think he six could four three fifty, and he moves like a da- he's a dancing bear, as they always said. Like it's gonna be hard to run the ball, but like 
they should just run the ball. <laughs> like it's obviously going to be more difficult because that's a great run def- defense, but just run it because eventually it's going to work and they have to respect Jalen Hurts as a runner. All right. The and line's open up at six and a half. All right. There you go. There you go. My that's, that's, that's what I call a, a nade shot guarantee. Oh, here's a question for you boys. Who the hell on that team can cover Dallas Goddard? No, Nobody. I mean, they, they have, no, no, okay, okay. So that's a good thing. Like, like I think Jay made this point already, but their secondary, really bad. So right. I, I'm concerned. What what I think the Eagles should do on offense is try to run the ball and, and at no point get away from trying to run the ball because this is the best run defense in the league. But at the flip side, I mean, the third best run defense in the league, the Eagles are the best running team in the league, right? It's like like they average more yards more yards per game than any team in the league by 10 yards. And second is is Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. Like, like this is an elite, historically great rushing team. And they should feel confident that they could get it going. If you've spent an entire half trying to run the ball and it goes nowhere and you're down 20, then abandon the run. But only in that scenario. Other than that, I would keep trying to run the ball almost to the point where they think you're being stubborn with how much you're trying to run the ball because that will open things up for the passing game. And the second that they take their foot off the gas in terms of keeping the box loaded with linebackers and they and they drop the linebackers out to help with the passing game to cover Dallas Goddard more aggressively, that's when the running game will open up. So I, I really like, like there is no... This is if you think of it as like a chess match, right? They have to either commit to keeping linebackers in the box to stop the run, or they have to commit to breaking up their shell a little bit and letting Vita Vea anchor the run game. And as long as you can beat Vita Vea on a two-on-one and you can handle their D-line with not a ton of help from the linebackers playing off or, or you know shaded towards Goddard or whatever it is, like the running game should be there. And if they're selling out to stop the run then it'll come down to Hertz's arm. And my, my bet is that they try to force Hertz to throw the ball. And at that point, it just comes down to like, can Jalen Hurts throw? And that's been the question of it all year. Honestly, a lot of it is similar stuff, with the Eagles and the Colts. If you stop the run game, you have to make the quarterback beat you. Right. Carson Wentz, they stopped the run game. Carson Wentz couldn't beat them. Look, Washington's defense I think, isn't I think, good, I think the, but like, I think the difference. No, like Washington's Hurts, defense is pretty good. I mean, like, I, I would say they're pretty good defense. He won that game with his arm. Like, he won that game. Like, Tampa Bay's defense, passing defense isn't amazing because they're so banged up, blah, blah, blah. I, so I think one thing, because they should have Sanders back. They should have Howard back. Scott's there. Gainwell's there. They should have a healthy rotation of running backs. I would really hope, I, like, I just really want to use Gainwell as a passer, like a pass catcher out the backfield. I feel like I yeah, really They haven't help. done that much recently besides, yeah, obviously, I last mean, game. Well, well they I've just been, moved away from Gainwell I, when they were like, oh, Jordan yeah, Howard is good right. all of a sudden. Again. I, love, I love the two, uh, two running back sets. They started doing them. Like, they should. A couple weeks ago. Well, we should also Miles. mention that they did them the a little more a couple is, weeks ago. But yeah, yeah. Max kinda... has a good note. Yeah, Max. We should also mention that the expectation is Miles Sanders will be back. Yes, sir. That is apparently not confirmed. John Clark said it, but right, right now, expectation, expectation would, yeah, is you have him back. Because because Syria because what it's been three weeks since he was hurt. Two weeks, uh, I think. It, it I mean, Siri, I mean, I feel like. Two weeks, yeah. He missed. Um, I think he'll play. Isn't it a hand? It'll be three play. weeks on the Bucks game. It's a he missed the Washington. Too, right? He missed the Washington Broken. and Dallas game. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, I look, he can play. he can play with a, with a. I mean, I think he can honestly. Like I, I've seen, you put a club on that hand. He might not be able to uh, uh, hold the ball as effectively, but he can play. Is someone's fire alarm going off. Whose house is on fire? Yeah, really, Nader. Nader's hey, house Nader. is on fire. We all, I love how we all knew it was Nader too. Like nobody even questioned it. This is breaking on pod. Nader's house is on fire. First, it's the spider. The takes and are then, too hot in this podcast. There was a, there was a um, spider on a ceiling and it caught a fire. 
Yeah, Nader figures but, out stopping his house. We'll, fire. we'll continue as Nader's house burns down. It's all right. Um, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see you later, away. Nader. He's oh, he's going to the extinguisher. He's going to the extinguisher. He's on a fire. He's on a fire drill. Um. All right, we but were. let's let's keep going while Nader. So Sanders is back. Out. Scott's back. I mean, uh, Howard's back. Howard's so back. Nader, Scott, you won't see ball. as much Scott. Although Scott did very well in Sanders' yeah, absence, Scott, as he Scott, always does. Yeah, I think I think what they need to do is like if if Miles is back, I think they need to kind of expand Gainwell's role because it's a role that pretty much nobody on the the running back group on this team has is yeah. where they're just a really good pass catcher out of the backfield. Scott's pretty good. Like Scott's pretty good. Scott's okay. Yeah, Scott Scott's okay, but I but I'd rather run Gainwell out there than Scott. If, I'll, tell you what, catcher, like, I'll tell catcher. you the one thing I actually saw from Saturday night's game. Jason Huntley, that's his name, right? He's got some juice. Yes, Jason. He's got a little juice as a kick returner, man. I don't know why he's not. I he should have been back. Honestly, people have been calling for that. Like, since I would like never put him season. in the offense unless it was garbage time. But he's got a little bit of juice as a kick returner. I think yeah. he was good this summer. I really don't understand what yeah, the problem he's was. High. I don't know. Yeah, shouldn't be but, Rager anymore. Yeah, Rager actually wasn't even that bad as a punt returner. The booing him, though, was, was that's stupid. Whack. That's that was stupid. Behavior. It is stupid, but stupid. it is what it is. Play better. Um, I got a well, I don't know what we were talking about while I was gone, but I got a Jason a, Huntley Huntley kick returner. Absolutely, yes. Hmm. yes. I think, I think what's interesting about this game is that, um, the Eagles are going to clearly come in. Max said six and a half point underdogs. When you're an underdog, he lets you do. I mean, like we don't have to relitigate underdogs and yeah. that Super Bowl run. But like, you when you're, oh my god, oh my god! Just in case anybody watching Sunday Night Football, not yet. Why? I am not. No. Max Crosby, I think that's Max Crosby, was running for Tank. the end zone, and he got stripped from behind at the one yard line, and the ball bounced out of the one. Oh. So it's wow. first and goal instead of bouncing out of the end zone, which is. Okay, there you go. But anyway, uh, I was going to say, you know, like when you're an underdog, it lets you do some things. And and I, the one thing I've been frustrated with is that the Eagles have not done anything like super weird or creative in games where they're obviously underdogs, especially early in the year. So I, I don't know, like this is just an example, an example I like. But I think if you're the Eagles, like you got to pull out a fake punt, a flea flicker, uh, something weird. I just bust out everything you possibly can. Anything. Go deep in the playbook. Whatever you got. I mean, not like the Philly special. Like, that's they ridiculous. They, they did the Philly special on, on a two-point conversion that didn't work. But, like, I'm talking about, like, they could have saved that lane touchdown for this game. Could've like, oh, I, well, I love a, a good lane point. touchdown. My, my lotta. Put my lotta in the back. Do something. Something interesting. Like, Fullback like Jordan Mylotta. They like to get freaky, I, though. I, I feel like, called, I feel like we're going to hey, act like, like who is called, tackling Jordan Mylotta? Someone's called Dan Nobody on the trick plays, man. Can we see Darius carry? Can we see Darius Slade Yeah, that was that was crazy. That motion that Darius Slade. I forgot what game it was, but he was like, he motioned. like multiple. It's been like two games. I think it was the first Red He was in the Washington game. The first Washington game. Both Washington games. Was and it both Washington I think games? It was, yeah, it was. He was in the he was in the second one too. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that I wanna, slay? give hands the ball. Like, I would have said, put it, I would have said, make him get the ball on Saturday night, but having him play at all is just a bad idea. No it's injury stupid. there. And Dallas is stupid for what they did. They're idiots. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Rest versus Rust is stupid. Rust yeah. doesn't exist in a one week span. You're an idiot. <laughs> Jerry Jones is stupid for that. Mike McCarthy's stupid. They don't have the. The Clay's return on na- on national TV. The NBA yeah. is is a deeply unserious league. Anyway, yeah, that's, I don't, it. that's, that's why I, that's I don't, that's I don't a, watch a I don't watch that league anymore. That's a tangent, but not the point. Um, do we have anything else we want to wrap up here with? 
I mean, look, like we'll get another preview of these. Yeah, guys. we're gonna have like a more in-depth preview. Like, and this with is the just time like everything. This is what I'd say, like rapid reaction. Oh, but at the end of this, at the, at the end of this podcast, we should talk about the fantasy league because and, and uh, congratulations to Donovan for winning the uh, pickums. The pickums yeah. that was well That's done. Disgusting. Unfortunate, but that was well done. Oh, oh wait, 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 do I get my do I get my victory speech or no? No. Here's my mention. Okay. Here's my one thing. So every so like before like we were so like unhealthy as a team like we just got everybody hurt for no oh reason. yeah great great no and we yeah. had the most random contributors so I see my two points are wow are we healthy for the first time ever yeah. and two who are the most random we haven't had a lot but what are the random contributors of this year that just were like who are you why are you playing oh why did you just make a play I feel like mine is uh, Cameron Malvo <laughs> the random mm-hmm. defensive lineman who actually who has more plays made than Ryan Kerrigan. Malvo's uh, not bad. Uh, he I actually, he's think... like the first time I saw him, I was like, who is that big mofo on the defensive line? He's like six foot something. I'm going Mac McCain. Mac I took McCain. a four nader. I took a four nader. I took a four nader. You just steal my Mac McCain <laughs> shout out. Guys, listen. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I know some of you don't follow me. I don't know who listens to this podcast, but if you do and you don't follow me, you don't need to. All you need to know is that Mac McCain is my boy. I'm the leader of the Mac McCain fan club and when he becomes an all pro i want everybody coming back to me and i want everybody to remember that this it all started here so just a reminder that special team standout mac mccain is is my boy oh oh oh, oh i that just reminded me of who i want to say andre chartery oh. andre chattery i, I, I thought you were about to talk about the ortega white from, side from san jose state Forget Claimed off the Colts, the loser Colts. No, nah, it's we And- saved Andre him. Andre Chachery. He's been actually a really good special team there. Uh-huh. He's been bad was, on defense too. Oh, I got another one. I got another one. I feel vindicated from this season alone. Marcus freaking Epps is uh, actually Epps, the best Jay's safety boy. on this team. Jay's boy Marcus Epps. I've been standing Marcus Epps for Jay so long. Jay has been long. standing Marcus Epps. And he was yeah. slandered for getting mossed by DK Metcalf because some scrub corner that year had no clue who to cover. Who was the starting corner? It was um, I don't remember. It was like, was this? Uh, twenty the twenty nineteen playoffs. We didn't have Slay. Like was somebody it got Calvin? somebody. No, it was like Jim Schwartz Rennes. Oh no, actually. It was so stupid because they put Marcus Epps one-on-one with DK Metcalf and they blitzed everybody and he got mossed as everyone thought he would and everyone roasted him, even though like that was one of the worst. I'm finding out who this is now. Um, But I don't remember who got Darby. It was probably Ronald Darby, to be honest with you, or Jalen Mills at that point. Mills was terrible. It was Mills. The starting quarterbacks were Mills and Darby. Yeah, they threw me with that because Sydney. I remember when uh, someone got hurt and they immediately said, We're not playing Sydney Jones. We're just going to move Monte Max out there and pray. Could have been Either Rasul. Way, Marcus, don't even talk about him. Marcus <laughs> Epps, that's, that's my Marcus Epps and Milton Williams are my favorite football players ever. Yeah, ever Milton in the did world. really well. Those are really my well. two favorite players. Who's your random contributor, Max? Um, I was probably going to say Andre Chachery. <laughs> He's still here. Suopeta actually did very well too. I was say Son Ridgeway. Son Ridgeway is being an elite blocker, catching hey, four passes. Who called that? Who called that? I, I know who's not a, a sneaky contributor. It's my boy Nasty Nate, <laughs> who's been because playing. He's oh, can I, can I throw out? A, can I throw out a non-contributor too? Yeah. Derek, Derek Barnett. Fucking Barnett. <laughs> Yo, here's Derek what I'll Barnett say. Has, you know Derek Barnett is top 10 in pass rush win rate? Don't shut up, Jay. Here's what I I'll say about you. 
I actually what? think they're going to keep him for like, I think they're going to sign him to a one year deal. I'm going to say it here for That's possible, Derek but there's, no, to a there's deal. no way they're giving him a multi year deal. No, I, I could absolutely not see not. that. They're only signing him to a one year deal because uh, they need someone, they need warm bodies at defensive end. Ryan Kerrigan's a ghost. Brandon Graham's falling off a major injury, but it doesn't matter because they're drafting David Ajobo. 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 Yeah, here's what I'll say. This is a tangent. Here's what I'll say. Nasty Nate reminded me. Does anybody know what the hell? Where the hell Brandon Brooks is? Gone on another team. I is actually, he dead? I mean, he I, might uh, be dead. Played his last game. He I might be wonder, dead. See, I wonder. You think he's going to quit football? He might. He might retire. He might, he might. He's Because I was thinking, and... I was thinking they had, it wasn't like they never, like, it was a, it was, it was a, a, a sprained peck. It wasn't a torn peck. Look, I mean, he was going to be out 10 weeks, right? And it's been like yeah. 13, 14. What happened to see Milo, too? Say, well, he has a he had a list frank injury. His foot is was broken. He's so he's just out to next year. He was out for the year. Anyway. Yeah, he's done. He's like they, done. they said right. it. They said it. That's a conversation like, you could have over the summer too. If Kelsey or offseason, if Kelsey stays yeah, we, too. We got oh, I, I think mean, I feel you, like I, I think you put stay. I think you kick Sayamalo to right guard and just and just oh, immediate. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I would have that's I would fair. have Sayamalo at right guard than the I mean whoever is more Driscoll. comfortable, right? Like, and then you take Linderbaum. Yeah, I mean if he's there, yeah, of course. I mean that's the same logic that got them. That Dickerson, got them Dickerson, Dickerson right? Yeah, like, no, I and agree. Like, and listen, if Dickerson's more comfortable on the right side, like that's I don't care who plays the right. I think left. he, like, I I just think he think prefers like, left guard. Though. Yeah, I, I just think, think he prefers left, and he's got good with my lot Dickerson yeah. there. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's killing them, right. him there. That's a good reminder. Uh, we can do this. We can go around and do this. But I want to say number one X factor for me on okay. offense is Jordan Mailata. He's been having mm-hmm. a bad couple weeks. He's he's banged up with some injury. If he's getting smoked constantly. I, I don't feel good about the game. So on offense, well, definitely Jordan Mailata. On defense, I would say hmm. on defense. I, come back to me on defense. You guys can you, we can go around the, we can go around the table. Somebody, yeah, who wants to offense. Go? Um, offense. My X factor is going to be. I'm going to say it's going to be. I'm going to have two because of the same position. Nate Herbig and Landon Dickerson. Yeah, I was going to say Dickerson blocking Zidavea and Indomitian Sue. Okay. That's because because if you're let's say you're doubling Vea with Kelsey and whoever, one of those guys is gonna have to block Sue one on one. So those are my two X factors, and my X factor on defense is TJ Edwards because yeah, last time, last time Brady just chewed up the middle with Singleton and uh, Wilson there. But this time Edwards is gonna have to defend the middle of the field. Uh-huh. I th- surprisingly, he's a mutt. I when did when did TJ Edwards become a coverage linebacker? I don't remember when. Eric Eric Wilson feels like a lifetime ago. Nah, I, I can't believe that was the season. <laughs> I honestly I forgot he existed. I, I can't believe I wanted him in free agency, and I don't even know who he is anymore. But yeah, yeah I'm saying uh, nasty Nate Herbig, Glenn slash Lynn Dickerson, and uh, T.J. Edwards. Donnie, okay. I shouldn't um, have slandered nasty Nate before Donnie goes. I shouldn't. And have slandered Aaron Zipos, please stop poor, sucking Aaron Zipos. Poor nasty Nate, poor guy. I, I shouldn't have slandered him. He's been playing fine. Yeah, Aaron Zipos had a bad game. And, and, and it's, it's good. Game. It's admirable that he stepped up in right guard. He's been playing fine. I shouldn't have slandered nasty Nate. I love you, nasty Nate. I'm sorry <laughs> for saying mean things about you. Go ahead, Donovan. Um, so I was I was gonna say Landon. Um, I think it was so important that we hit on Landon too, because like obviously he could have been a first round pick, but like the injury history and the knee, blah blah blah, the multiple knee injuries. But I mean he's just nah. he's been he's just been great, like next to Kelsey and and uh, Mylata. But um, on defense, I'm gonna go with Slay because locking up that cornerback one position was like something that we haven't had in years. So like it kind of helped us out in the draft this year too because it's, it's become like a 
it's become a need. Like obviously cornerback's still a need, but it isn't the desired need that it's been the last couple of years. So I think the play of big play slay has just been it's been great, man. It's just been great. Fantastic. That's my X factor on offense and defense. I'm here to say that the only that Darius Slay got better after one, me and Nader slandered him. True. And two and two after he changed to a single digit number. True. Uh, Oh the my single God. Digit Can we numbers stop talking are about what? the single-digit numbers. That was an awful take numbers. from Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> One of Donnie's <laughs> worst takes ever. The Eagles are a better team because of single-digit numbers. Devontae, 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 Slay in two. Devontae uh, would have been. I'll give you Devontae. I'll give you Devontae. Devontae was good in six, but everybody thing, else looks stupid. Listen, Slay, no, should Slay, Slay should be twenty-four. Slay should be twenty-four. I think Devontae would have looked nice in eleven, just to dunk on Wentz. But six is really nice. The best single-digit jersey will is Matthew Judon in nine. That's the best one by far i mean i eh. with the all red i like the red sleeves sleeve, yeah the red brothers. sleeves the red sleeves are dope jalen ramsey in five Matt is incredible match this was this was probably one of the worst takes on his hat if anybody if, if anybody i'll just take. i'll just recap it real quick before max gives his but i i just don't like the single digit new rule number well you're That's usually in the minority like anyway the unwritten rules of baseball too yeah. don't you uh, you know I bet you like punting on every fourth down. <laughs> I bet you hate the two-point conversion, don't you, old man? I'm, I'm no fun. All right, Max, rip it. What do you got? All right, my X-Factor on offense, I'm going to go with the connection between Jalen Hurts and Devontae. Like that, that man's open every freaking play. Every play. We've been saying this all year. Okay, Devontae is open. Me and Nader took a massive L on this Yeah, yo, Yeah, Mia Culpa, me and Jay. Yeah. We it's not we didn't slander Devante. We were just saying we would we wouldn't draft him because we were scared that he couldn't survive at that size. But I I was a little worried about the size, but never Look, like no, I no, never no. thought he would be a bad I'm just, player. I'm guys, you're right. Like, like, I'm just, greens, he drinks I'm, his milk. That I'm, was a bad I'm, take from us. Bad I'm take. wide receiver guru around here. Jay no, knows. shut up. Jay it was not a good take from us. Um, all right, and then defense. I'm going with those safety groups that Harris, Epps, McLeod dealing with Gronk. Double teaming yeah. Evans potentially. All right, see how, see how that um, plays out. I'm happy that I waited because I have a good one for defense. Offense, I said uh, my lot of defense. I'm gonna stick with the same idea, and I'm gonna go Josh Sweat, who's wow. been having a good couple yeah. weeks. Very good. Been worse, though. He he's been playing well. If he can step up and produce a sack, some pressure against Worfs, well, they'll move him around. He'll play both sides. But either way, if he can generate some pressure and play well. That'll go such a long way in helping out the Eagles defensive line and speeding up Tom Brady. And it's going to be so crucial. I mean, look, we know that the, the Bucks pass catchers aren't world beaters anymore, but it's going to be really crucial for the Eagles to get pressure on. But I mean, you hear this every time. Yeah, Brady, he hates pressure, especially pressure up the middle. Yeah, it's terrible. He plays really poorly against pressure, which is like obvious. Like any quarterback. That's every quarterback in the world. Brady, it's like a stupid take. But at the same time, like the only way to beat somebody like Tom Brady is to speed him up because he's not going to make mistakes and you're not going to disguise coverages. So, you know, either you're getting to him quickly or he's going to torch you. Here's so, so here's Josh Sweat is my number. Here's my last thing. Okay. As life goes full circle, Jalen Hurts, when he after. Let's say we win on Sunday. You know, boom, bada, bing, beat Tom Brady in a surprise game. Then the next week, Jalen Hurts would go back to Lambeau where it all began. Yeah. And play Tom Br- and play well, Aaron Rodgers. I'm and sorry. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers' like Packers career. He would go back to Lambeau where it all began. Where Carson and Wentz would and, pretty, and decided decent. he never wanted to play Yeah, but it's again. also garbage time going. He would go into Lambeau Field and Rodgers' Packers career 
send him back to the unvaccinated double check how hole he that, came from. You remember that throw he made that game, the Lambo to game Ward. to Greg Ward when he was like scrambling? He, he like fumbled the ball. Like remember he like fumbled the ball now. and he like yeah. No, like no, no the fumble, throw. the fumble, the fumble pass where he got hit by the Matt Pryor was playing left tackle for some reason. <laughs> you know, um, you know which pass sticks out in my mind the the uh, the deep pass to Deshaun against the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys, and then, I, they, yo, and then yeah, after that, is, and then everything after that. I, was, and then everything I, went wrong. I literally, <laughs> I literally thought we were gonna win the Super Bowl, and he made yeah. it. I was like, I was like, it's <laughs> happening again. And then Carson he got finished. <laughs> the Super Bowl with a backup. It's happening yeah. again. And, yeah, and, was, and then was, they scored like fifty unanswered. That was the legendary. We sat here in silence and didn't say a word for a while. Kind of I mean, mean, as was as was expected. I mean, look, by the way, this is a good time to take a zoom out as well and say, like, look, the Eagles, they came into the season. I think they called it. I think the exact wording they called it was retooling. Was it re- retooling year? Uh, yeah, transition I mean, year? Yeah, they called it a, re- a retool, a transition, transition year. Whatever it was, right? They called it a tra- whatever, transition year. They are taking $35 million in dead cap to get off of Carson Wentz's contract as Derek Carr overthrows Zay Jones for a touchdown. Uh, that guy stinks. Uh, they paid $35 million to get off of Carson Wentz's contract and clear over $100 million in cap space for the next few years. They got two picks for it. They got two picks for it. They're going into the playoffs with a first-year head coach, a first-year starting quarterback who's very young. And this is a good reminder that Jalen Hurts – uh, Carson Wentz came into the league at 23 years old. Jalen Hurts is 23 now, and Wentz was Carson like might have turned. I think I think Carson turned 24 years old his rookie year. Uh, I think he did as well. Wentz right now because is I remember seeing. I, I mean, it was kind of dumb back then because it was like, oh, Jared Goff is only 22 when Carson's going to be 24. Well, yeah. they both suck. Right, <laughs> they that's both, right. They're both terrible. But but the way to think about it is uh is is um, you know, you got a 23 year old first time starter. In in Jalen Hurts, a first year head coach in Nick Sirianni, thirty five million dollars in dead cap for a quarterback who's not on the roster, and the Eagles made the playoffs as a wild card, have three first round picks, and are about to clear a hundred million dollars of cap space off their off their books, and go into the next few seasons with no quarterback under contract, no like no no massive quarterback contract on their roster. And that's huge. Right. That's huge. They also have two pro ballers. Right. And they're going to have my bet is three all pros in uh, in uh, in Johnson, Kelsey, Darius Slay. Uh, They have all their top three picks in the draft are uh, all clay. Clay scored their top three picks in the draft are all contributing in Devontae Smith. um, The foundational pieces are locked up. Sweat my lotta. We dunked on Howie Roseman a lot on this podcast, rightfully so, because he probably should have been fired off his record last year. But at the same time, the Eagles are in an incredible position right now moving forward. They've rebuilt in under a year. They're still competing at the same time. The roster is is young and has a lot of talent on it. And they have three first-round picks. And they might have a, a franchise quarterback. If Jalen Hurts goes and outduels Tom Brady... I mean, like, what else can you say, my friends? The, the guy's it. He's it. So, I don't know. It's a pretty good place to be in. Even if they lose, I think best-case scenario, even if they lose, we get to see if Jalen Hurts can throw the ball against a, a playoff defense. We'll get to see, you know, we'll, we'll gain a lot of information and data about Hurts, about Sirianni. Worst-case scenario, you gain experience. Playoff reps are different than regular season reps. It, it's hard to call this season anything but an absolute resounding success. Yep. Agreed. 
Three first round picks, a playoff before, appearance. Before we end this, I'm gonna I'll eat some crow. I'll eat some crow. Oh, God, because I mentioned it before, and Max can shut up because I'll say some nice things. That I'll say I was wrong. I'll say I was wrong. That's rare. What have I ever been wrong? I've never very been wrong. rarely. We're, we're, um, not, we're not wrong. I can, often I, can I can name but one today, going back to a 2020 today I'm, draft. Today I'm gonna say I was wrong, and I'm gonna say I was wrong to a degree about Jalen Hurts. Because I posted I'm, about it, but this is on the pod. This is different. I'll say it with my own voice and be truthful. I thought he was terrible. Like a few weeks ago, I was like, this guy is terrible. He's absolutely awful. After the Giants game, I was certain this kid could not play. But somehow, some way, I don't know what he did, what juice he drank, the special stuff. Some reason after the bye week or after like a week after the bye week, because he missed the one game. When did he decide to play so well? I don't know. When did he decide he was good at football? I don't know. But I will say that I am confident in Jalen Hurts going to 2022. I'm no, I don't know about the future. I don't know about any past 2022. I would say he's good enough right now to be a starting quarterback. I think he is the 16th best starting quarterback in the league, right outside the top 15. He's like the best top three B-tier quarterback. You know, I would say he's in that range. Nader would agree. Donovan would agree. Max would agree. Mm-hmm. He's top two. He's not two. That's a, okay. We're not doing this today. That's outrageous. But I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's a long term starter. I feel like he's a. I don't know if he's a long term franchise quarterback or if he's one at all. I think he's definitely a starter. Some for I don't know what he did. He's completely improved in his game. Like I remember when he was doing three sixty no scopes in the pocket and throwing mm-hmm. to the dirt. Now he's actually throwing with anticipation. I would say some of his best throws have been this year, like against Washington. He, he was pretty damn good both Washington times. Games, yeah. The second game against the Giants, he was also pretty damn good. I feel like he's going to have a good game against the Buccaneers. Is Basically, he Dak Prescott? Is he I, Dak Prescott 2.0? I don't know. Listen, Todd, like, <laughs> Todd Bowles might be the best defensive coordinator in the league. Like This is a worst-case scenario. The Eagles lose. This is a, I mean, a massive test and a great way to gain more information on Hurts and his future. I mean, like this is, uh, this is big. I, I know one game sample sizes aren't huge, but but they win, and that's a huge. Win. This is a huge game. I mean, like if it, he it, has it, a good game and they win, I'll eat even more crow. If he has a good game and they lose, you know, I'll say nice things. And, you but know, like, Jay, I, this is fun because I, I ate crow on Sirianni a couple of weeks ago. You and I and don't get thing. things wrong very often, but I you was, know, when we do, we this admit season, it. I thought the season was all for not. I thought Nick Sirianni was a doofus, and we might. And I was going to have to say I was wrong there. I thought Jalen Hurts was terrible, and I was going to say I'm right. But even if he was bad, what's the benefit of him being bad? You know, there's no good in Hurts being a bad player. It does not help us at all. I feel pretty confident about our future with Hurts if he's if he's good. If he comes out in 2023 and this is 2019 or 2020 Dak Prescott, oh boy, I think he, I think he's it. I think he's it. I don't know. I we'll got a, I got some playoff lines for you. Rams four point favorites. Eagles seven point dogs plus two forty, Cowboys three point favorites. How many dog masks do you think we see in the crowd in Tampa Bay? I should get my dog mask out. I, I got the original dog mask. I got the original if we win, dog if mask. If we win, if we win, I want to see the dog mask. Nader, here's my question for you. Yeah, let's say your boy Mac McCain's active on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he forces a fumble on special teams. I will. I will go live on Instagram. What will? What? What? What is happening? What would you? What would? What, you, what are you going to be do? wearing, Nader? I mean, <laughs> perhaps nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> what? What is there to wear in such a scenario? 
at such an occasion. On such the an occasion, is so McCain, it, it might be the what best the moment. Winning forced fumble. It might be the best moment of the Eagles, my Eagles fandom, if Mac McCain has Mac played McCain. To, to win this game. We should get him on the That's... bot. We he should. Probably he probably listens. We should. I've DM'd him a few times. He has not responded. <laughs> By the way, uh, implied odds for the Eagles being plus 240 in this game. Uh, let me check. It is 240. Yeah, it's plus 240. Implied odds are about 30%. So Vegas is giving them about a little under one in three, which is like, yeah, I uh, will take that. <laughs> well, I mean, we thought we were going to pick a number one overall a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. We thought we were firing Sirianni and hiring. You're giving me a, a nearly one-third chance of beating Tom Brady. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know what to say. Tim, Tim Brady? We're going we're we're gonna to end Tim Brady's career. He's going to retire. I'm shame. The, the last time we beat Thomas Brady, of course, was the Super Bowl. We played no defense. <laughs> That's so, true. It, it took it took the most miraculous quarterback performance of all time. Yeah. And it you know what? Branding, who's to say? Branding. Who's to say Jalen Hurts can't do the same? Who's to say that Josh Sweat won't won't beat Alex Kappa? And then again, Brandon Graham. I'm sorry, Derek Barnett, flat on his back, will catch a ball that falls straight in his face, and we do and, it all over again. And Brady will be breft on the turf yet again. <laughs> It'll be poetic justice. Right. This this pod's going a little long. Any final thoughts from the boys? Oh, we'll do an in-depth pod this week. Go birds. Yeah, we'll do another Go birds. One. Go birds. I'm gonna say the Eagles oh, are winning. Shout out to those two kids who are in the our fantasy our fantasy championship. Uh Tony and, Tony Fuller and the kid Goodman. What's his first name? I don't remember. I'll wouldn't it, it be right wouldn't now. it be over now? It's no? it's it's they're playing in the championship right now. Did I, did I, oh, wow. Dog, you made the league and you extended it a week. I, you put, I, did you I don't even know how I did that. To be I don't know. 18? I oh usually my God. don't. I usually don't. Heartbreaking from our boy Jay Goodman, who was 15-0 and 0, uh, coming into this game. He's going to lose to Tony Fuller, who was 11-4. and 4. So, I'm sorry. Jay Goodman, is that who went undefeated? Uh, Jay yeah. Dodd Goodman, yeah. Jay Goodman, I am so sorry. I, I usually, when I make a league, I usually make it for the week before. Yeah, whatever. Well, so no, 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 no. Yeah. Listen, the only thing I was worried about this year was winning the pick'em, and that's what I did. So. Tony Fuller, Tony Fuller won the uh, won our league. Congratulations, and that's Tony. all from us, folks. Shout out Tony Fuller. Shout out Tony Fuller. Tony Fuller, I know you listen because you're the one who DM'd us. On that's the, right. Uh, on the Tony Fuller, Fuller, who loves the pod, loves the pod. Shout out Tony Fuller. the pod. All right, boys. And whoever wins, who actually, since Tony won, he can write uh, Donovan's introductions for. Uh, I I have the season. best introductions though. I mean, no, no, no. You're not not writing what you say. Writing <laughs> what we say about you. Oh, okay. Because as everyone knows, let's read. This is the last. We're we're ranting. We're rambling. This is what this podcast is. I'm going to read to you what the uh, fantasy, not the fantasy, the uh, the classic podcast group chat name is. It's Slim Reaper with an eagle emoji. It's Jalen Hurts smoking in the Carson Wentz pack specifically. Nah. And in parentheses, we have 10K Club Plus Donovan. He still isn't in. He still isn't in the VIP yeah. section. Maybe you and, get him there one day. And some of my best friends in this entire world won't give me a shout out to help me get to 10K I without, without, charging, without charging me money. Without charging me money for their friend. Okay, I'm out of this podcast. Or I don't need this. Donnie, Donnie, I gotta be honest with you. I was gonna post in my observations after week 18 that JJ Josh should be moved to tight end and give you a shout out in the comments. 
But me and, me and Max then, were on that. Me and Max were on that. So you should give Max a shout but, out for that too. Well, here's the thing. The problem is he dropped a touchdown. Yeah, and as a tight end, you have to be able to catch the ball. So yeah, I block. elected. He, he could block though. I decided block. to not include that in my observations. I unintentionally gave Nader a shout out in my story the other week because right after they beat the Giants, I said Bing Bong, and I I added I added Nader. Right. Yeah, you, but you Jay, gave... you and I, Jay, you and I have a good vibe like that. That's the thing. It's you, not it's not you, transactional the way it is with Donnie. Jay, you Donnie. also gave me a shout out on your story the other week because I said something about it and then you like you like cursed me out for it. <laughs> so right. sometimes I see the most idiotic comments and I'm like, I have to roast this kid. And then I look at it and it's actually just Donovan commenting something to annoy me. And I have all to all right, have all to, right, all right. I now have to do my rambling. breathing exercises. I mean, I mean, that's what we do on this pod, ramble. Max, this is not a professional podcast. This is <laughs> I know it's not professional. We're rambling, so I'm right, trying right. to go watch yeah, the Sunday football. We're not, we're not, we're not we'll sponsored by. Off. We're not sponsored by Manscaped. Sky yet. Motor Cars. Yeah, me and me and Adam Kaplan love Sky Motor Cars. Me and Adam love using what is it called? Anchor. Me and Adam love using Anchor for our podcast needs. Hmm. Clay is one for five from the field. All right, let's let's uh let's shut this Wrap down. Go birds. All right, boys. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds.